Hi, I'm Marty Grizzani, and this is The Marty Grizzani Show. As a full-time real estate investor and business owner, I have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development. This show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life. We will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels. If you're the type of person is not satisfied with average and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease, this show is for you. Welcome to the show. I was reading this book, Joe, on uh, Sam Zell and his life. And uh, his one of the things that he kept talking about, like in the beginning of the book, was urgency. And he's like, I can't believe other people don't have this, like burn in them where they need to wake up and make something happen. You have that. And, and the people that I have on my show have that. It's kind of like what I've seen is like the the difference maker when people go, well, why is this person successful? Or why is this, why is this woman successful? It's like, they have urgency. Do you think that's true? Do you think like when you wake up, like you, you got to get it and, and like make it happen every single day? 100%, especially in the beginning, you know? Uh, I mean, some people know my background. Some people don't, I don't come from anything spectacular. Um, you know, I got involved in real estate at 24, got into another business at 28. Went broke at 36 years old. Okay. I went back to mowing lawns, making 12 bucks an hour. Got back in the construction. I mean, for a while, I was living on my buddy's, uh, his six year old twin daughter, his six year old daughter's twin bed. That I'll never forget that Dora the Explorer for a bedspread. 36 years old. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yes, you know, for me, you know, I had a huge sense of urgency because I had to start over again at 36 years old. And, you know, and, and, and for everybody, people who don't know me, you know, I went to, I went to school, I graduated. I didn't, I didn't graduate college. I quituated. So I suck at computers. I've always <laughs> loved real estate. Okay. And, um, but I knew that doing construction was just not going to work for me, you know? And, um, so, I mean, for me, I, you know, I used to have to wake up at around four fifteen, five o'clock in the morning every day, mm. but I knew I didn't, I didn't care if I stayed up till one o'clock in the morning, I did what I had to do to get out of the situation that I was in. Mm. And, and, you know, just so that way people realize, you know, yes, you, you have a sense of urgency, but don't get to the point where I was at. I mean, you know, and I tell people just so, just so that way you can, uh, you know, take a look as far as what was going on. When I was in construction, you ever see those portalettes, those portable toilets? <laughs> yeah. When they flipped over, I'll give you a guess as who they called to pick them up. <laughs> oh, Uncle so Joe. My journey through real estate was through the portalette. Okay. Wow. So when you look at them and I look at them, especially at a concert venue, I look at them at a heck of a lot different than most people. <laughs> Okay. Oh my just, God. So just get some context. Okay. So yes, a <laughs> sense of urgency was an understatement. Plus when you're 36 years old, you're four years from 40 and you have nothing going on. A sense of urgency is an understatement. Okay. And I mean, there were days where I'd stay up till, you know, 12, one o'clock in the morning. I'd have to be up at four 15, drive an hour and change where I had to go. And, but soon as soon as work was done, 
I was real estate mode and I did mm. what I had to do. It wasn't, you know, it, that wasn't who I was. It was, who, it was who I was at the time and what I had to do to get and become who I wanted to be. Right. So who was your mentor? Like who, who did you look at? Like I looked at you and I, and I know you don't want to take that, but you're going to have to, because I'm having you on here. You were somebody, you were somebody who inspired me. So you're just going to have to take that. Uh, cause this is not a time to be humble. You are somebody who inspires a lot, a lot of people. You're one of the first people I believe in upstate New York to do creative real estate. And it's something that needs to be told. It's a story that needs to be told. So, so going back to you though, in your start, uh, obviously very humble beginnings, uh, more humble than you probably even want to tell people. Uh, but, but who was someone that you saw and you go, wow, that's somebody I also want to emulate. Is there somebody in town that, that was somebody that like, you were like, man, that guy's busy. That guy's doing it. You know, I remember one time when I was doing real estate, uh, Actually, it was uh, it was Bob Bob Migliorati. I'll never forget this. This was when I was beginning, and he shows up at a house we were showing him, and and then he liked the house. He goes, "Eh, I'm just I'll just write you a check out of my checkbook for this thing. I don't need to get a loan." And I was like, "I've never forgotten that." I said, <laughs> "One day, I want to be able to say that." Just I can't wait. So I'm just gonna write you a check out of my checkbook. What? Yeah. This is a house in Canandaigua. I've never forgotten it. He shows up in a Mercedes, flip-flops, shorts, you know, and he goes, I'll just write you a check. Okay. So he was just one of them. And then obviously, you know, there was people that I'd read, you know, I'd love, I'd always loved, you know, I've always loved listening to and watching John Maxwell. I mean, there, there was just so many people, so many people I like, I like listening to and watching, which helped me get to where I'm at because, you know, I, I needed a lot of help. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> I love that that was burned in your brain because those are the moments that when you go and look back and you go, that was a, that was a turning point. This is a guy. Cause you know, let's just be candid. It's not like he's different than us. It's not, it's just a human being. And, and you yes. probably were, and, and you were probably like, I'm the one that found this deal. And, and it's, and it's like, he, this guy really wants it. I mean, he's going to write check out of his checkbook. I must be doing something. That's yeah. right. Um, I, I love, I love that is the, you know, let, you know, going back to as you're, you know, doing your creative financing, like, is that something that you saw? Cause you know, you were doing this in, when did you start? What oh, year? God. I was 36 years old again, I'm 54. So that was 18 years ago. Holy crap, time flies. And, um, you know, I had no money, nothing. I was more broke than a tree in an ice storm. I had nothing. Okay. I'm just yeah. telling you, I'm not kidding you. I know, you know I know. You know, and um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, when I saw it, I said, you know what, I, I can at least do, do some wholesaling. Wholesaling will make you money. It will not create wealth. Okay. Because wholesaling, you start over every single month. You're only as good as your last deal. At the same time, you know, when I started realizing, it says, wow, these people, I'm making these people a lot of money. I'm making a little bit. I'm happy. I'm focusing on comma checks, which are checks with a comma, which are fantastic. And then it goes to get the comma, move over to the right. You do that by building your business, your knowledge, and, and everything else. But I was like, man, you know, now I can start cherry picking. 
you know, and, and then I realized these people are creating wealth by finding great deals and actually buying and holding. So I went into now, not only do I still do wholesaling, I also buy and hold. I also have fix and flips to do commercial and some residential and residential properties. So, you know, and it allowed me from doing that, from making 12 bucks an hour, mowing lawns at 36 years old. Okay. Oh, that was I, I love that. But that's, that's why it, that, again, it explains a lot. It, there was the urgency. There was the, the blue collar work ethic. That was the, I'm not going to accept this any longer. I'm not going to accept $12 an hour, but my my question is though you're learning these things you know again 18 years ago there wasn't youtube there there wasn't no. all these you know youtube universities where i learned like where did you even under like get wholesale like let me ask you this was it one of those infomercials at 12 o'clock at night that a lot of people talk about was it one of those i mean where did you really get it i i, I went to one um one course i took in syracuse i was like in my mid-20s didn't do anything with it but he talked about you know wholesaling just touched upon it and and that always stuck in my brain and then when i was you know when i started over again i said okay you know how how can i how can i bring value to people and that's basically you know finding cheap properties you know and and i tell people my motto is and for people here locally you know, you, you, you know, you, you find, you know, you sell, you know, Park Avenue properties at Avenue D prices. Okay. For those of you who know the area here in Rochester, you'll know those are A and D type areas. And, um, uh, you know, so what I get, what I, what I, especially after doing the first couple of deals, I was like, wow, you know, I can actually keep doing this on a part-time basis with no money. You know, when you get that check and it's got a comma in it, and, you know, and, you're, and your check you're used to making for 40 hours a week doesn't have one, uh, you know, it, you know, and then I, and I said, okay, because I can go as fast as I need to go, not have to worry about anybody else. See, that's where I think the, I think that's where the winners are made is when there is the, you're working for yourself. And it's like, I think that part of the urgency part of like, I don't want to have to wait for my boss to give me leads right like for me yeah. joe one of the things was where i worked at our sales company i had to wait mm -hmm. for other people i had to not mm -hmm. call other people's lists right and i and i would get myself into a little bit of trouble from time to time yeah well well that that and i may have crossed and called somebody else's oh, lead yeah. And, and not on purpose, but it, sometimes it would happen. You'd have different locations. One would be, you know, yeah. at this part and one would be over there and you'd kind of cross those lines. And I was like, ah, this doesn't make sense. I'm being held back by other, right? Like, so, so that's what, that got us a little nutty. You, and, you were going a hundred miles an hour. The other people were going 50 and cause you were on a mission. They thought they were on a mission. They were in neutral. You weren't, you were in drive. So that's I, so you're you were dependent on other people yes. in that other business. That's yes. the problem. Yes, and I think that's what drove me. And I think for you, I I, that's, I know it is to entrepreneurship is I don't want to have to wait for other people. Exactly. Right. I don't want to have to wait for other people now. 
talking speaking about people i think you're one of the best and i and it i really do i think you're someone one of the best at developing other investors and building a relationship and network where people who are maybe starting out or they want to work with you whether they're just brand new or people who have hundreds of units they still want to work with you where did you become that person that is like the light the guiding light on deals like this like do you did you always know like well i'm just a good guy like i i know you don't want to say that but what is it that you go if i do this it will lead to this like do you have that in the back of your head a little bit or is it more of i just want to see people do well is it like because for me i'll be candid it's hard it's hard to pour into people when i'm not sure it's going to necessarily come back and and i guess that's kind of like messed up to say but i also i also think people are sometimes just wasting time like they're themselves yeah. wasting time they haven't done the steps to educate before they're talking to somebody like you um so where do you why well, do you do it how do you do it because i'm learning now i need to learn this i need well, to get better at this look i'm still learning i'm still learning okay and the thing is here's the thing you know when, when when I was broke and there was nobody ever wanted to even give me a hand, nothing. And I swore, I said, listen, you know, mm. if I can make it, you know, it's not about giving a hand. There's a big difference between giving a hand out and a hand up. Mm, love okay. It. And and you know, and do I want to help everybody? We all do. I know you do. You you have a heart of gold. What you do on here and the people you affect in the thousands is unbelievable. And then you're also busy seeing your wife, your business, your podcast, you're trying to find you're all over the place. And and I get it, you know, and, and we try to we try to do what we can. And you know, and, and the thing is that what I tell people, I go, look, the the day that I want it more for you than you want it for yourself, we're not working together anymore. Oh, that's cold. So, and, 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 and I mean that very respectfully because, because, you know, I, I need to know that we're all on the same page. You know, it's easy, you know, like the saying goes, I can run quicker with a hundred people beside me than me carrying one person on my back. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is that we want to help everybody. Um, and, you know, and in this business, networking is so important. Oh, my God. You know, and I mean, a majority of, of, you know, and I'm very thankful. I thank God every day for my life. You know, just the majority of the, you know, business we get is also through referrals. Because as you help people, and it's not always about getting paid. You know, you genuinely want to help people. And, and it makes a really big difference. I remember one time, this was in a whole other business I was involved in. And which really stuck with me. I helped a lady get a check once. And and she and she was she was almost crying because she goes, Wow, I can buy my two kids sneakers and I can take them to McDonald's. And that made wow. Most people are like, oh, I can go buy this, I'm gonna go this. She was happy because she could get two pairs of sneakers, one for each one of her kids and actually be able to take them to McDonald's. And I was like, wow, that has always stuck with me, mm. always. And so it's about, it's about being able to actually help people because which, let's just, just like you, Marty, Marty, you know, the, the platform you developed, you're actually putting people in a position where they actually change their whole life. They can change their family tree, okay? You may not think of it that way, 
But the rest of us who are looking outside in as far as what you're doing, that is exactly what you're doing. You're getting people who actually be able to be able to who, who never be able to quit their job. You're actually you're actually putting in a position where they can. Okay, where they never had that before, where they actually have hope. There's actually light. That's what you do all day long. Okay, so you may not think what you do is a big deal, but it is a way bigger deal. I mean, what happened to me that that one person is nothing compared to what you're doing because you have thousands of people who listen to you all the time. Okay, and they've connected with you. So just imagine yeah, what man. you're doing. Well, thank you. I, I, it, that's uh, very nice. And and I just again, I got to tell you, I don't. I, I again, I know it's crazy, but I don't think I'd be doing this if I didn't see you that day at Freya, going bananas on the I phone, doing deals. And I, I go, don't believe I that. Be that guy. I want to no, be that guy. No, I don't believe that. Listen, don't uh, be like me. Be better. You've already done it. Just be better than better now. Well, I will say this in regards to the networking and in developing people, when we were starting, Matt and I, you were so gracious, always taking the time. We didn't know any, we had no clue what we were doing. And, but you never made us feel like we didn't know what we were doing. That was, a, I think, a big difference maker with you and other people is you never make people feel like they're, they're dumb. You know, that, that, that the question they may be asking or the ideas that they're thinking is wrong. You were just there as someone who was like, you guys are going to crush it, even when we never did a deal. Uh, listen, and, and I love that. I Listen, I, you, meet, you know, after a while, you, just like you, you meet a lot of people. You know the people who, who are going to make it. And you guys just automatically, you automatically, you automatically knew that, you know. Besides, you know. Most people who get involved in this business are way smarter than me. I can guarantee you that. I start my computer up with a hammer. I tell <laughs> that it works once. Thank God for my assistant because it's you, you have no idea. I love that. I know. Oh. I, I, I know. But you're doing a great job. We're on a Zoom right now for people that are just listening. And, and Joe got here right on time. He crushed it. He was actually early. Uh all right. I was so here's, worried about not being able to use the computer. I'm like, oh my god, I need to get on early. <laughs> no, you did. You did fantastic. I'm. Uh, I'm. A, I'm glad that this is working out perfectly. But a question I had for you, because then this is honestly a question I was thinking about, um, which I would have asked you off camera, was 2008. You know, 2006, 2007, 2008. Right, the recession. Yeah. Uh, we're something's happening. Right. Yes. Right. Something's happened macro. Uh, right now, macroeconomically, something's happened within the market right now. Uh, yes. It is slowing. So take me back to 2007 and eight. Like, was there flipping going on? Were you still doing deals? Should I be worried? What are you looking at now? What's do you see similarities? Like, just give it to me. Well, back in just like now, everyone's starting to everyone's starting to see the shift. Okay, now when the meltdown happened good or bad, my business took off, okay? And every and the thing is that I was focusing on the marketing part. So that marketing part, I was already established. And what happened was, is what I call T and C took place. Time and circumstances will change people's minds about prices, about their situation, everything else, okay? And what happened was that they couldn't find the buyers. There weren't buyers. That's when they called people like us. 
Okay. And I hate using the word investor. I like using the word buyer. Investor has a negative connotation. I just don't, it's a whole other ballgame. We'll talk until it comes to strength of language. Uh, at the same time, you know, um, the exact same thing happened where the market started slowing down. And the ones who the ones who survived in real estate, because real estate, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people come into real estate, they have hopes and dreams of becoming a multimillionaire. Okay. And, you know, I tell people, they're like, well, you know, I'm in love with real estate. Great. And I'm very nice about this. I say, okay, what happens to 50% of marriages? Divorce. Okay. A lot of people come into real estate, they get in, they get out. Okay. Now, if you're able to stick through this unbelievable time we had the last two or three years in real estate, especially, you know, five years, plus the last two or three, and even if you were struggling a little bit, when the economy goes down, people are going to be searching us out and we'll already be positioned and poised mm -hmm. to be able to go in. And it's not a coincidence. It's not, it's not about going in and taking advantage of people. It wasn't meant to be used in that spirit. What I mean by that is that these people are looking for a light at the end of the tunnel because stuff is going to happen. Okay. Right now we're in that transition stage where everyone's starting to see, like right now, the C and D type areas are getting affected. Mm. Uh, uh, I've noticed that a lot of, a lot, a lot of, lot, huge amount of price reductions. There isn't as there isn't as many uh, delayed negotiations unless you got some really great deal, you know, in the suburb or great part. You know, you still get some. You'll still get people looking. Okay, you'll still get some multiple offers. Um, but you know, some people think, "Oh God, you know, real estate's going to die." No, it's not. We'll be able to accumulate. We'll be able to buy and help people get out of their situation during. The, during, um, after, after that was over, the meltdown was over, um, a few years after that, you know, things were, you know, think, think, things didn't go up. They were, they were, they were pretty flat. They were going okay. through. And then years, and I'll give you a perfect example. I had somebody through, 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 through our RIA group approach me, they had a package deal. And, and I said, holy smokes, it's through one of, one of the local banks. And, and I ended up getting, I ended up getting, I bought 15 properties. Wow. Okay. Now I bought them all at 50 cents on the dollar. I flipped some, well, actually, no, I ended up assigning some at, and I did a double close and assigning some of them out. I flipped one of them. I had uh, nine or 10 of them left over. I can't remember. Altogether, that was about $330,000. Wow. Of which I used a hard money lender. Um, and I was very happy about it. I was paying 12% interest, by the way. People are like, are you crazy? Here's the whole situation. $330,000, right? A few years ago, I had it appraised. This is before the market even started taking off like crazy. It was $1.12 million. Love it. Okay. That Love was it. one of the packages. So, so it gets to a point where we're going to be able to accumulate. We just have to, we just have to basically see, you know, uh, it, 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 you know, I, I tell people is, is that, you know, our job is to basically sort, you know, we sort for the best deal as fast as possible. Amateurs convinced professionals, we sort, we sort for the mm. best deal as fast as possible. Ooh, right? That's damn. what you want to get to. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, and the thing is that people are like, well, you know, these deals are going to come to me. Well, if you keep saying that, it's not going to. But as long as, long as we're out there doing what we have to do every single day, they're going to get to you. It wasn't like it fell on my lap. 
you know, but one, but once, you know, once you're like you, you get tons of calls, you get people who bring you stuff all the time because you're networked, you're well-known, you know? And, and the thing is that and what I tell people is right now is the best time to, you know, to really ramp up your business. And people, you know, people ask me, what do you do? I go, I'm a professional marketer first. My byproduct is real estate. Mm. Okay. So, and people are like, well, I, I don't understand. I go, imagine if I had a million dollars cash and you were broke, you advertised for properties and I did it. We both wanted to buy them. I was liquid a million and you had nothing, but you advertised and I didn't. They're going to call you, even though you have no money. 100%. Professional marketer first, byproduct is going to be real estate. You know, and I tell people, you got Target, you got Walmart, you got like all these people that make billions in the B a year, every single year, and they market every single day. News, magazine, radio, TV. They make in the billions and they still market every single day. Walmart are professional marketers first. Their byproduct is all the products that they sell. And that's I go, such a great mindset. That's such a great mindset. Yeah. It, 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 you know, that's just, that's just the way you have to be. And right now, getting ready for what's about to happen, you know, it, it, it may, we may not have as big of a downturn. We don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the market's up or down. You want to build your marketing business first because that is going to be, that is going to be the foundation for everything else you have going on. Okay. What is your thought on, you know, as we're talking about this downturn, like for one, I've never seen one, right? I was in college. I, 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 we never experienced anything like this. I mean, candidly, if you bought in the last six, seven years, it didn't matter. You, you probably looked great. You know, it, it really didn't. If you held it, if you bought five years ago and you've held it today, even if it was a shitty deal, it's you still turned out great, right? If you bought Absolutely. two years ago and held what you thought was a bad deal, it still turns out to a good deal. Are you, and I don't want to make it sound sinister because it's not, are you just excited about, hey, I saw this already and now I am prepared with my knowledge, my marketing and money. I yeah. didn't have that before. I didn't have any money. All right, I didn't have yes. that in 2008. Right. Yes. Well, to the level, like you got to be licking your chops a bit. Well, yes, but again, it's it's about helping people get out of bad situations. You want to be the light for people, mm. not the darkness. Love it. And you know, some people are like, I can't wait to just go in there and take these people's houses. When when the last time happened, there were times where I actually had to help people. You know, especially when I had to do a lot of do the short sales and everything else. You know. The bank didn't even want us helping the seller, the homeowner, to even find another place. I told the bank to go, I can't even say it, but basically in a nice way, I told them to go jump in a lake, and I didn't say it that way. And I actually helped the homeowners with first, last month, and security deposit, okay? Because you're going into these people's houses. These people have families, kids. You know, they're, you know, they're dealing with issues with, with the families, you know, the neighbors and everything else. So you have to be respectful to that. And, and by doing that, when people knew, when people know that you're going to put them first, the deals are going to come to you. Hey, you know what? This gentleman helped me out. You're in that same situation. Hey, you're a coworker. You, you know, you got laid off too. Here's, here's, here's what I found. Here's what I did. Call this guy. Mm, I love that. 
That's awesome. That's always good to remember. And I 100% agree because, yeah. you know, we're both on the same, you know, karma. It's just going to come back, you know, and and I and I really am I'm looking more at it like a I like what are your thoughts? Like, OK, these banks that gave these and I'm not saying these banks were wrong, but you look at some of these astronomical prices that some of these houses sold for, you know, there there is a little bit of like like when you saw a appraiser come and it's like, oh, that's exactly the price that they wanted at. And it was a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand more than a lot of the houses in that neighborhood. It still makes you kind of scratch your head and go, well, this mm -hmm. is a bank's problem in a way, yeah. you know, and because a lot of the deals that I'm sure you've done with short sales or, or stuff that's in those kind of they don't want the people in the house don't want to be in the house anymore. No, no, right. They don't. And, and and they want out. And I always like when you're addressing that situation, I'm just curious, are you always do you come at it with like, hey, this is not your first option. This shouldn't be one of your first options. Like if it's a short sale type situation, foreclosure type situation, it should be, hey, you know, first of all, do you want to stay here? Because if you do, then maybe we need to go and do a sort of bank modification. Right. Like yes. that should be not right. Like, yeah. like, let's get that yeah. on the table. When, when Joe and I are talking like we are number one, it's like, hey. How can you figure this out before you have to go through this? Because you don't want to. Basically, what we're trying to do is stop a foreclosure, which is going to screw their credit. So the second yeah. and only option, the really only option is a short sale. Um, were there short sales in 2008? Was there that? Is that oh, like there the was tons of short sales. Okay. I mean, I think at, the, at that point, Bank of America had less than 100 people in the short sale department, which is called, it's called loss mitigation. And then they end up having close to 30,000 at one point. Oh my God. Because they were doing so many because of what happened with the meltdown. Now it's probably not going to get that bad. And, you know, even if it does, we're still going to be okay. Okay. You know, because, you know, you and I, we're prepared knowledge wise. We are, we are, you know, uh, we're a lot more, I should say experienced than, than, than the last time it happened. You, I mean, you can walk into a property and you could 30 seconds, you know, okay whether you're upside down, whether it's worth anything or who knows what, you know, this could be the same thing here. I think it can be. And I, and I, I really do. And I think that's why it's so important to have some creative strategies in your tool belt, you know, whether that's knowing how the short uh, sale process works, knowing, you know, what a wholesale deal would look like, but you know what it comes down to Joe, and you said this already is marketing. If you're waiting, right? Like we, we've joked about this off camera before talking, if you're waiting for deals to come across your desk, it ain't going to happen for you. You are correct. You are like correct. people are being whimsical waiting for something to come across their desk, a deal. Yes. It, it, it's just so, it's just so funny. Let me ask you this because I've always wondered another, uh, you know, you know, a self-employed entrepreneur, what does your <laughs> schedule look like? What's your daily routine? Like, is there like a couple of things you got to do in the morning? Like, I, I, like, because I know when, for me, if I win the morning, I'll a lot of times I'm going to win the day. Right. I like to yes. think that way. What, yeah. what is, what is some like your daily routines? Like what, what's your day look like? If you don't mind sharing. I like to wake up around 5 30 AM. Okay. Um, do I have to? No. I like giving myself that extra hour, hour and a half. I get up, I read, I listen to YouTube every single day. It's, it's, it's a free university. I get my phone calls in, 
Um, sometimes I'll even call my attorney at 6.30 in the morning because he's actually there now, believe <laughs> it or not. Um, but my, I, I like being able because the extra hour and a half a day is an extra 10, 10 and a half hours a week. It's an extra 40 hours a month extra. Okay. It's Love like it. getting an extra work week, but you're not doing it for your boss. You're doing it for yourself. Okay. So add that up over the course of a year, you're over what? 500 hours. Love it. And it's not for your boss. Do you have to do that? No. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, do you want to get out of what you're, where you're at? Cause everyone tells you, I don't have time. I got kids. I got family. 99% of the people get involved in real estate to have a job, you know? And I, we get it. It's like, how bad do you want it? I used to go to bed at one o'clock in the morning, but I knew I had to do what I had to do to get out of the situation that I was in. You know, people were like, well, Joe, you know, they'd say, well, Joe, you know, I got to work. Great. No problem. How long do you want to keep having that problem for? Okay. Put in it. Even if it's a half hour, do something. Every single day, I'm constantly learning and listening. Every day. You know, I tell people your strength of language will always correlate with your success in your in your business and your bank account. And I learned that through YouTube and it's free. It is free. And I get people like, you listen to YouTube? No. Okay. Okay. So what's going to happen when you get a property? Okay. And you have to go against somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to go, uh, uh, well, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Oh my God. Um, a few weeks ago, we just closed out, two weeks ago, we closed on a property in uh, Maplewood, three, three, uh, three units. The guy before me offered him 125. I offered him 110. He took my offer. Same offer, cash closed in 10 days. Or, I'm sorry, closed in 30 days. But I offered him 110. The other guy offered him 125. Okay. And it was all from what I, all from listening and learning on YouTube, just listen, learn how to speak. You know, and, and, you know, so, you know, for me, what I've learned is I categorize people in four different categories, you know, and I talk to people when I find out who they are, what they are, whales, sharks, sea urchins, and dolphins. When I find out what they are, I talk to them in their language. The guy that I was talking to was a whale type, whale type guy. He likes helping people. He was helping his mom. He was helping his brother. He was taking care of his brother. His mom was in the hospital. The guy that the guy that went over there, and I know the guy that went there, he is all about money, which is a shark mentality. So you had a guy who had a shark mentality trying to talk to a guy who has a whale mentality, wants to help people. This guy's just talking about money. This guy didn't care about the money. He wanted to know the house was going to be put into great hands. Wow. So as soon as I found out what he did, I just talked to him in his language, and he goes, Joe, and he showed me the offer. He goes, look, 125, but I'm going to take your offer, okay? Because, and it's not about manipulating. It was about him and I being able to communicate. So where did I learn that? I learned that from listening and watching stuff on YouTube, okay? So, and it's free. It is free 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Do you think a lot of that, Joe, has to do with you, though, listening to them? I ask questions. I ask questions. And that's when I figure out, like, I, I like, you know, someone tells me they're an engineer, boom, they're sea urchin. Those are engineers. Those are accounts. They, they talk in numbers. Okay. When, so when I talk to an engineer, I don't talk about, Hey, you can take this money and go away on a vacation. 
hey, listen, Mr. Seller, I know you want this property. At the same time, I can offer you this. And now you can take that same amount of money, whereas you're not making any money here. You can buy something else, make a higher rate of return, maybe get a higher rent, put that money away, and then obviously do, do whatever you got to do. I'm not going to talk to him like I talk to someone who's a dolphin. A dolphin is somebody who likes to travel. They want to have adventure. They don't want to have to worry about having getting that phone call when they're skiing in, in wherever, Utah, saying, hey, my toilet's overflowed. I need a plumber. Okay. Hey, listen, Mr. Seller, who is a sea urchin, I'm sorry, who's a, who's a, um, who, who's a traveler who wants to go off as a dolphin. Hey, listen, this is what I can pay you for the property. And also at the same time, you can take that cash, you can put it somewhere else, you can save it, or you can spend it on your next trip. You never have to worry about getting that phone call again from that plumber while you're trying to go down a hill and all of a sudden you're down there, you're trying to enjoy yourself and you spend $5,000 on a vacation and you're trying to find a plumber. <laughs> all I'm doing is speaking their language. I love it. Your okay. storytelling, that's the thing, is you're really painting pictures in people's heads. And, and like you said, it, it's, it has to do with asking questions and, and it has to also do with listening to what they're saying. And, you, and it's not enough to, because I think, Joe, it's not enough to know how to listen, right? That you got to have that part. And it's not enough to, yeah. to you know, have to listen, right? Because that's a part yeah. of it. But you need to want to listen to that person. I think that's like a big difference. You got to want to listen. And that's how you can really, because like when you said you offered 110, the other guy did 125. Well, it was because of the rapport you built. Yeah. And that's through asking the questions. And I think that rapport will, you know, buy you a house more than money will ever uh, do that. And you just, and you just showed that. And, and by the way, that property is worth around $220,000. We're going to put about 20 into it, maybe 25. Okay. That. Now you can do the math. What I got paid to watch YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Free and resource. That's one, and that's just one deal. Okay. And we do, we do tons of deals just like you do, you know, we're friendly competitors, you and I, you know, and, um, uh, so, you know, for me, and I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Believe me, I'm not. If you saw me, you'd be like, how did this guy make it? If this guy can make it, a tree can make it in real estate. Okay. So it's just, I like to keep things very simple. I would disagree with you. I would think that you are the hardest working investor, uh, a buyer that that's out there right now. I think that I think that we have been able to use some tools that have allowed things to be a little simpler. But nobody's out hustling you. I really don't think they are. I don't and, know about that. And, and, I'm just trying to keep up with everybody else, just like you, man. That, but that's the, but that's the thing. I think I think with in this field, and you're right because I am not the sharpest tool in the shed. I think though, I I would go against anybody work wise, and I wouldn't go against you. But there's people I would go against work wise and go okay. Let's let's see how bad you really want it. Let's see how bad you're willing to work for it. And so I think that's the great equalizer in this business. I think it does take some time, right? There's there's definitely yeah. like a learning curve. But if yeah. you work, if you are willing to go through that and eat some poop and just get punched in the face a bit in the beginning, then then good things happen. What's your what's the marketing strategy that you see is going to be what brings 2023 and beyond uh to be a really good year for you. Is it 
because you're one of the only people, and I love it, that does billboard marketing. And here's the difference. It's not just billboard marketing. It's billboard marketing with your face on it. I think that's a huge difference is that, <laughs> is that you're, you're willing to do that because it is something that people don't necessarily always want to do, but you are your own brand. And I think it's, it fits you perfectly because it, it no, I just think that a lot of people would shy away from that. And, and because you don't, you win there. Is it, you know, what is it? What do you think is really a, a big separator for people? If someone were to start, obviously billboard is a little bit tougher to get into yeah, when you first start, right? Yeah, you know, I, I tell people, obviously, you know, you have to be able to start, you know, first of all, start, start, start with your inner core, your inner circle of people, get on your Facebook. If you can do stuff on the internet, obviously internet's the way to go. You know, I know just like myself, we also do VAs, you know, but not everybody can get get started with that, you know. Right. Um, I always tell people. You know, especially when you're beginning and, and everything we do applies to people. If you're a beginner, if you're a wholesaler, if you're a flipper, if you're a holder, every, every, everything I do applies to that. And a lot of times I tell people, I go, look, you know, when you talk to people and again, strength of language, I have a different conversation. Most people are like, listen, make sure you tell somebody you want to buy their house. If you don't even want to look to sell a house. Call me, call me, call me, call me. And most people, when you tell them that, they're going to be like, yeah, okay, whatever. And they put it in the back of the head, whatever. And they're thinking in their minds that, okay, if you were to say that to me, Marty, they're thinking, okay, Marty wants to buy a $200,000 house with a white picket fence for 190 grand. No. Okay. Right. So when I have that, I have the exact same conversation, only I do it differently. Okay. Different language. And say, listen, I'm buying houses now. Okay. First of all, I'm not only that, I'm working with other people who are very experienced. More importantly, if you know anybody looking to buy a house or sell a house or rent, you know, you know, you know, who has a rental, or, you know, tell them to call me. They're like, well, Joe, everybody I know owns a house. They don't rent. Great. Who do you know? Here's the difference. Here's, here's strength of language. Who do you know just lost their job and has to sell their house? Who do you know just got, who you know just inherited a house and needs to get rid of it? Who do you know just got just got promoted and needs to sell their house? Who do you know has a house with a tarp on it and they have to sell their house? Even better, who do you know has a house with an overflowing toilet and a tarp? I want to know about that house because to me, an overflowing toilet is like smelling a bouquet of roses. It's like opportunity. <laughs> okay. And then people are like, well, Joe, I don't know anybody owns a house. Everybody knows rents. Great. Who do you know has a crap ass landlord? Mm. Who do you know has who do you know rents a house and the and the, and the, and the landlord is not fixing the house? Who do you know has a landlord and the landlord lives out of town? Who do you know is a landlord and is sick and tired of being a landlord? So I paint that picture, mm. and then I've had people call me up. Hey Joe, I saw a house with a tarp on it, and I thought of you. Great, where's this house? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. And you know, and then obviously, you know, and I just like you do and everybody else, we pay people for referrals. You know, and, and I tell them that. And 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 again, you know, and I've gone over this with you. I don't know if I don't know if other people have seen it, but whenever I hand somebody my business card, I don't just hand it to them because whenever you hand someone oh, right here, whenever you hand someone a business card, they look at it, they you give it to them, you look at it, you put it on your desk. And then you put it in a drawer and people, most people lose it or do whatever. Well, I hand someone a business card because my wallet, the way I have it, I have my credit card with me too. Again, 
These are for new, you know, for people who want to, especially just, just cost nothing. It's 20 bucks to get, to get cards. I say, look, they ask me for my card. I say, look, I'm going to give you this card, but if you take this card and throw it away, I'm not going to give it to you because it's directly connected to this card. That's my credit card. And then they're like, what? I go, yeah, when you call me, okay, and I, when I close on a house, I go, this card turns magic. I go, you see this black strip? It will magically appear on this card. <laughs> okay? Love and I'll pay you between $500 and $1,000 in cash if I buy that house. And the, and the, and the bigger the deal, the more I'm going to pay. Okay? So if you're going to take this card and throw it away, I'll give it to somebody else. Mm. Now, does everybody keep it? No. I will tell you this, I've got people going on five, six, seven years that have my card on a magnet on their refrigerator. Hey, Joe, you still buying houses? Yeah, what do you got? You still paying? Yeah, absolutely, what do you got? I love that. People working for you because you're doing the right thing. You're setting the right, uh, you're setting the story of like, hey, I, this is not just a card. This is an absolute money, this is a meal ticket. Yep. Get me a lead and you will get paid. I I really love that. And I really love that people constantly want to feed you deals uh, because they know you're going to close. They know you're going to buy it if the deal's right, of course. But it, it's something that they – and here's the other thing that I, I want people to know about Joe. If you give him a lead, you know he's going to actually work it. I think that's a big difference. A lot of people will maybe get around to it or somebody will at some point contact – no, it's like that day. It's got it's 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 like burning in your pocket when you get something from somebody. And I and I I appreciate that because I just You're the recently same way. You're the yeah, same way. Just recently Joe's done that for me because you know, he has a he has a specialty uh which guys by 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 the way, if you do have a a, a fire burn house, any other properties of course, send them to Joe, but especially a burn house. You get a burn house anywhere in Monroe County or Wayne, Ontario, wherever, Livingston, talk to Joe because no one's better at dealing with those and, and figuring those out. That's a very niche market. I don't mess with them. Uh, so I sent it to Joe. Joe has a specialty. He's got many of them, but that's just one. So I wanted people to Appreciate know. That. Of course. Of course. Uh, I want to be cognizant of Joe's time. This has been a lot of fun. I, I told him 45 minutes. It's been 45 minutes. Uh, Joe, where can people find you if they, you know, have a deal, if they do want to learn more, where, where can they get in touch with you? They can, uh, my, my website is 1855joebuys.com. My email address is 1855joebuys at gmail.com. Um, you can also, that's also my phone number. If you uh, do that, you'll uh, just dial it on your pad or you can always reach me uh, on my cell, which is 585-802-7052. And, um, but the best way is on the 1855 number. And then, you know, you leave me messages. And, and by the way, I appreciate you even having me on here, Marty. You, this platform is just incredible from what you, what, more, from where it started to where it is now. And it's just exponentially growing. It's just, I've always been amazed by it. I absolutely love and appreciate what you do because it's hard because you're not only, you're not only talking about it, you're actually doing it. A lot of people do podcasts, aren't doing it anymore. You know, they, oh, this is what I used to do. This is what I used to do. Now, 
This is what you are doing today. Well, uh, I, I, I appreciate to say that, thank man. you very much for that. I mean, just fan freaking tastic. And what are you? How old are you? I'm 33. 33 years old. Oh my God. Yeah. So what you created <laughs> just over the last few years in the last what seven years. Just incredible. Absolutely. I mean, I have to, I have to bow to you. No, so, you're you're like yeah. I said, you, you you are an inspiration. You still are somebody who is still hungry is somebody who it keeps us motivated you know this guy is still doing it let's effing go uh joe thanks for being on the show everybody you just listened to somebody who i believe is the godfather of real estate in rochester and beyond so joe thank you so much brother i appreciate you thank you very much appreciate it marty have a All great right, guys. day thanks go guys. To real estate <laughs> see you guys Thank you for tuning into the Marty Grizzani Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes.